Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
voices will sing for the rising sun on midwinter's day. On midwinter's day. another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I'm your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was on Midwinter's Day by Dame the Bard from his album, The Cauldron Born. Before I go on to this week's topic, I really do appreciate you all liking and sharing this podcast on Facebook and Twitter. So thanks to all of you for doing that. And please continue to spread the word of the show. The topic of today's show, well, it's not my favorite holiday, whether it is pagan, Christian, or secular. Today's episode is all about Yule. I don't know about you, but in the past, I always was more excited about Samhain or Halloween. That's my Christmas or Yule. After October 31st, that's when things go downhill for me. Of course, I do get to experience winter here in Canada. I don't mind the snow. However, I don't like walking on ice or the cold that goes along with it. And of course, being an empath, I get to feel other people's stress when it comes to holidays, whether it be shopping for gifts, parties, or planning the holiday feast. This year, a week before Samhain, I wasn't in the spirit, which is strange to me. I usually am. Plus, now I have to work on my own shadow self, since I have anger issues of my own that I have to deal with. I'll try to be in the best of spirits for this show, and hopefully find new ways to talk about Yule. First, here's Trobar de Morte with Yule, the End of Darkness.
before I say anything more about Yule traditions, I have to say this to the newbie pagans out there. There's one teen newbie in our group that wanted to help with organizing our Yule ritual, and they had the idea of putting what they said was a Christmas tree in the middle. Well, this teen doesn't know that Christmas is for Christians. It's a Christian word meaning crisis, mass. Besides, saying the word Christmas might be offensive to some pagans. And second, I know that all covens will not let a newbie organize a ritual until they have completed their training. This person has not. Anyway, Yule, which is either on December 21st or 22nd, is on during the winter solstice. Everyone knows that the winter solstice is the longest night of the year. Yule is the celebration of the return of the sun. I didn't know this, but the Talmud of Judaism had their own winter solstice celebration called Takutfat Tavel. And in China, the Dangxi festival is also celebrated on December 21st by families getting together and eating special foods. Like the summer solstice, like the summer solstice, today's Druids and Pagans of England go to Stonehenge to celebrate the sunrise on Yule. By the way, if you are a pagan who wants to do a Norse Yule ritual, please don't get hung up on which deity goes on which quarter. Just celebrate it as the Vikings did back in the day. They had a Yule log burning for 12 days or longer, hence the famous holiday tune 12 Days of Christmas. They also told sagas around the campfire, feasted, acted out battles, and other winter merriments. So forget about doing quarters for one ritual. And by the way, one of the gods that Santa was based off of was Odin of Norse mythology. Now thinking about it, I wasn't going to play this song because I never as a kid believed in Santa Claus. But I'll do it for you, the listener. Here's Emerald Rose with Santa Claus's Pagan 2. Time is really Yule, and Santa's pagan too. He's got that Buddha belly, and his top's the Holly King. You dressed him in that British coat, the cap's a Nordic thing. You took the horns right off his head and stuck them on his deer. But he still flies high like Jupiter with a belly full of beer. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a very witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get that star up on the roof and Christmas time is really Yule, and Santa's pagan too. Now history says Christ was likely not a Capricorn, but if you want to share our Yule, we don't care when he's born. Come celebrate the dawning of the Sun King's bright rebirth, and if you practice what you preach, we'll all have peace on earth. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest, and if you are a very She'll bring you all the best So get that star up on the roof And make those cookies too Cause Christmas time is really Yule And Santa's pagan too Now Santa's way more jolly Than most Christians would require And if they weren't so busy He'd be dancing around this fire Yeah, you can call it Christmas You got his way outgun But just you wait till Beltane Then we'll see who's having Fun. Hey! Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get 
on the roof and bake those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan too. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, she'll bring you all the best. So get that star upon the roof and bake those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan. For the spirit guide of the week. This next spirit guide comes from Scotland and Ireland. It is the Celtic goddess Caelic Burr or Caelic Beer, depending on which culture you want to follow. She is the queen of winter and the bringer of storms. She rules the dark days between Samhain and Beltane. She's also known as Beera, and she has at least 50 foster kids in all her lives. Caelic is most often portrayed as the crone aspect of the triple goddess. She's often described as a one-eyed woman with bad teeth and matted hair. Kalich is a Gaelic word meaning wild one or old woman. In some stories, she appears to the hero as an old woman. When he is kind to her, she turns into a beautiful young woman. She then rewards the hero with good deeds. In other stories, Kalich turns into a giant grey boulder at the end of winter and stays like that until Beltane. That's when she comes back to life. What you can offer Kalich on your altar are the following. A statue of the triple goddess, grey rocks or crystals, antlers, images of black cats, and black anise. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That was a song called Celtic Goddess Kalich. However, I do not want to mispronounce the name of the band, but I'll spell it out for you. It's R-U-A-I-D-H-R-I. I don't know what else to tell you about Yule that you might not already know. A lot of the ways that Christians celebrate their Christmas came from a lot of different pagan traditions. There is an episode of the show Adam Ruins Everything, which has been shared on Facebook called The Drunken Pagan History of Christmas. Go watch it on YouTube. I do highly recommend it. Adam talks about both Saturnalia and Yule. The ways to celebrate Yule as a pagan, well, since there are many different paths, you can celebrate Yule the way that you want. First, you have to search online about the history of Yule so that you can figure out how to fit it into your own ritual. For me, the way that I want to celebrate Yule is with other pagans for a ritual. Other than that, and since I am an empath, I'm going to spend the rest of Yule by myself and without any tree or anything else to decorate. I don't see the point in decorating my apartment with stuff that will only last a month, only to take it down again. So this year will be a perfect time for me to be working on my shadow self. That reminds me, a few years ago, the only Christmas songs that I wanted to sing to were You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch by Boris Karloff, Merry Christmas, I Don't Wanna Fight Tonight by the Ramones, and Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. This year, the song of choice for me might be Christmas Dirge by Nellie McKay. Christmas time may always be the saddest time of year But if misery loves company, let's play at solitaire If you've any thought to our forgotten dream Here's a swallowed prayer and not so silent scream Please don't chop another Christmas tree Please just let her live and let her breathe Spare the little flower as you didn't spare my heart Tend each thirsty flower, don't tear her apart Please don't axe another evergreen Please don't make that cut however clean Bless each fragrant nettle and how happy she will be Cradle every blossom and kiss them for me Please don't slice another Christmas fur Please don't kick another to the curb Put away the hog's head and the fetish for the flesh Death is no requirement for your happiness don't kill another living thing Please don't sap her veins But let them sing Don't tether her branches To the chair 
or kitchenette Whether our romance is a thrill or regret Please don't squeeze another Christmas clown Just to build her up Then break her down Please don't slowly starve her Whilst the party rages on I know what it feels like To shiver in the sun Please don't chop another Christmas tree Every wild soul craves liberty Cherish every being, any species, any size I'm a weeping willow, yet I still empathize So though you've got your life and family everybody here's a dream symbol to interpret for today I'm going to interpret four dream symbols I don't mean to offend any pagans but these dream symbols are Christmas Christmas card Christmas stocking and Christmas tree if you had a dream that takes place at Christmas it symbolizes family togetherness celebration reunion peace generosity goodwill and human kindness or another way to interpret Christmas in your dream is that there will be a fresh start or a new beginning in your life. If you see or send a Christmas card in your dream, it represents reaching out to loved ones and reconnecting with them, or can mean forgiveness in your waking life. If in your dreams you see a Christmas stocking, it's letting you know of a situation in your real life where you have expectations plus there's the need for acknowledgement and recognition, or it's letting you know that you need to be more giving in your waking life. And seeing a Christmas tree in your dream symbolizes family, celebration, gathering, and relationships. However, if your dream has a Christmas tree and it's already December like it is now, well, the dream is letting you know that there is demanding responsibilities and growing anxieties that you are experiencing because of the holiday season. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. Here's another myth. This next story I have been trying to find for two years. I had to ask a pagan Facebook group to help me out. And here it is. 
It's from pathos.com and it's called Yule Story. There were two gods who were brothers. And like many brothers, they struggled with each other for ascendance and power. One brother was the king of the forces of life, light and warmth. He wore a crown made of green oak branches and brought with him all growth and vitality, fertility and abundance. He was called the Oak King. His brother was the king of the forces of death, cold and darkness. He wore a crown made of the prickly holly branches and brought with him all withering and decay, stillness and hibernation. He was called the Holly King. The brothers were identical in strength, and so year after year the same pattern was repeated. Each year, the Oak King would grow strong and mighty, and during his time of dominance, the light would gradually increase, bringing with it warmth and abundance. But each year, at the height of his power, he would be thrown down by the Holly King. In the wake of the Holly King's victory, the light would gradually wane, and as it did, the cold would come and the land would go dormant. But at the height of the Holly King's power, he would be challenged again by the Oak King, and would fall, and the cycle would repeat again and again and again. Alone, the brothers were equals, but soon there came a race of beings known as people. The people watched this cycle, and pretty soon they began to take sides. The people loved light and warmth, and they feared darkness and cold. In each year they would celebrate the victory of the Oak King, but they would mourn the victory of the Holly King. When the two struggled with each other, the people would lend the strength of their voices and their bodies, their minds and their spirits to the Oak King, but the Holly King was without their support. And so time went by. Over time, the people's adoration of warmth and light only grew, and so they began to invent ever new ways to find light in the darkness and warmth in the cold. And finally, if they wished, they could spend all their time in the light they had created, and they could be warm all year long. But their efforts to stay always in the light and the warmth were not without consequences. Generations passed, and generations again, the people did not at first notice the shifts in the balance. But finally, they could ignore it no longer. The people began to notice that darkness was disappearing from the land. Driven up by millions of lights the people had created, animals, birds, plants, even people began to suffer the effects of the light unbalanced by darkness. But it was not just darkness that was disappearing. Cold began to flee too. The whole world began to get warmer. Summer began sooner and lasted longer. Ice that had been frozen far longer than the longest memory of the oldest person in the land began to melt. Migrating birds and animals began to be confused about when to begin the migration. Plants found themselves rooted in climates that no longer supplied their needs. The air was changing, and the winds that had brought rain and taken it away again began to flow in unexpected directions, causing drought here and floods there. The people began to see that their support of warmth and light over cold and darkness had altered the balance of the whole world. They began slowly, one at a time, to realize that the Holly King was dying, and for the first time, this thought filled them with fear. What would happen if the balance continued to be destroyed? Could they even survive in the world without the Holly King? 
and in the world of the gods. The Oak King realized it too, and though they had been competitors all these many centuries, he also realized that he loved his brother deeply and could not live without him. The longest night came, and the Oak King and the Holly King met again. But this time, the Oak King had no heart for the fight. He laid down his sword and spear. He came open-handed to his brother, who was struggling just to stay on his feet. The Oak King wrapped the Holly King in a tight embrace, and he promised to set aside their differences to help his brother heal. On the night when he usually claimed descendants, he realized that the world was already too warm and too light. And so he laid the great oak crown on the head of his brother, took his hand, and each supporting the other, they went out into the world to see what could be done to restore balance.
That was the Dolmen with the Oak and Holly Kings. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you like this show, you can go over to the Music from the Goddess as well Facebook page and like and share it with your friends. You can also make a suggestion or a comment on it as well. Or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault through iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Spreaker, Podomatic, or wherever you hear this podcast. This last song that I'm going to leave you with had me remembering when I played it to my mother. She still doesn't know that I'm pagan. My mother didn't think of it as a Christmas song. Yet this song is about five people with two different belief systems getting along during a Christmas dinner. The song that I am talking about is The Christians and the Pagans by Dar Williams. Blessed be. Called your uncle, said we're up here for the holiday Jane and I were having solstice, now we need a place to stay And her Christ-loving uncle watched his wife hang Mary on a tree He watched his son hang candy canes, all made with red dye number three He told his niece it's Christmas Eve, I know our life is not your style She said Christmas is like solstice and we miss you and it's been a while so the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground the best that they were able Just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said Sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and goddesses The food was great, the tree plugged in, the meal had gone without a hitch Till Timmy turned to Amber and said, is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said, the pies are burning And she hit the kitchen, and it was Jane who spoke She said, it's true, your cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow The friends we have, the world we share And you find magic from your God And we find magic everywhere so the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning Tried to do the dishes Her aunt said, really, no, don't bother Amber's uncle saw how Amber Looked like him and like her father He thought about his brother How they hadn't spoken in a year He thought he'd call him up And say, it's Christmas and your daughter's here He thought of father's sons and brothers Saw his own son tug his sleeve Saying, can I be a pagan? Dad said, we'll discuss it when they leave so the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Lighting trees in darkness, learning Lewis from the old And making sense of history and drawing warmth out of the
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.